This episode is brought to you by Gen Next Wealth, a fee-only financial planning firm helping first-generation six-figure income earners navigate their finances. If you are in this situation and you're the first person in your family to make a six-figure income, and now you've come to the place where you need help with the financial decisions that you have, please don't hesitate. Give us a call. We're available for you at www.gennextwealth.com. You can go there and schedule a free consultation to talk about your personal financial situation. Hey there, I'm Emlyn Miles Mattingly, your host for the Minority Money Podcast. I'm glad you're here. You know why? Because this is the place you can come to get your weekly finance, family, and fitness motivation, not only to experience success in those areas for yourself, but also to help others in our community achieve greatness too. Super happy that you're on the show with me. So let's jump right in. How do you say you love someone adequately? I mean, how do you really tell someone that you love them? Financially speaking, of course, how do you convey a message that you care for your loved ones? Do you just tell them? You write them a note? Maybe you send them a letter. I don't know. Maybe in today's world, you send them an email or you post something about them on social media. However you do that, you need to make sure that the people that you love know you love them. And one of the ways that you can do that is by making sure you have an estate plan. Welcome back to the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. And if you're a first-time listener or you've been a long-time listener and have not had a chance to hit that subscribe button, I'm telling you, I'm asking you, do yourself a favor. So you always will be reminded when we drop new shows and new content coming out, hit that subscribe button right now on whatever platform you're on so that you can always get this positivity in your earbuds early Monday morning. So hopefully everything is going well for you. Hopefully the year has been great. And over here at Minority Money, we've been having an incredible year. Thank you for all the feedback. Thank you for all of the love that you've been showing us. I've been getting emails a lot from people and getting a lot of messages and just people reaching out and talking about what we're doing. So today we wanted to talk a little bit about estate planning. And the reason why I started the episode talking about how much you love someone, I always think about this. When I was doing life insurance and when I was selling life insurance for many years of my career in financial services, I was always would tell people, they would ask, when do you need life insurance? And there's two reasons why, primarily, at least in my opinion, why you would need life insurance. That's if you owe someone or you love someone. And I probably said it in the backwards order. I think if you love someone or if you owe someone, you should have life insurance. Well, the same thing goes for an estate plan. And let me talk about these estate plans for the next few minutes, because I think that there's a lot of things that people have as misconceptions about estate planning. Estate planning is not only for the ultra wealthy, the high net worth people. It is for everyday regular people. Let me tell you something. And it's now, as I'm talking about this example, we all see those examples or seen those examples on TV or, you know, see them on social media during these times about, you know, famous people that didn't have an estate plan. And it's really like people always, every time I hear this conversation, you know, this is something that people always say, well, how did this person not have it? I can't believe this person didn't have it. And this person that we're going to talk about today is Chadwick Boseman. Rest in peace, Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, one of my favorite actors. Funny story, I was talking to my wife the other day and I didn't even realize he was one of my favorite actors until I started naming all the movies he was in. And I was like, yep, we want to go see that one. We want to go see that one. We want to go see that one. I said, he sounds like one of my favorite actors. We keep going to see him in movies. And so rest in peace to him. But want to talk a little bit about what happened with him. So he had an estate and did not have an estate plan. 
did not have a will, didn't have anything. So he was not married yet, had his girlfriend, and he had a fairly decent size of estate, but he had no state plan, no trust that could have provided the privacy for the family. Now understand this. The reason why you hear about all these things from celebrities or famous people when they pass away without a will is because typically what happens next is they have to go to probate. And if they have to go to probate, then that makes it public information. So they will know everything about your family's financial situation in your passing if you do not have a trust. And I think that it's one of those things that people will always, it's a big deal. I get it. And it's something that sometimes can be a little intimidating to think of. But let's go through this. We were thinking about or talking about what happened with Chadwick Boseman. Now, typically you see these things, or sometimes you'll see these things end up in court battles where families are fighting over assets that the person has left. And that is one of the biggest things. But in this in particular situation, we were lucky to find out that this was not the case with Chadwick Boseman's estate. This was a happy ending because his girlfriend at the time or fiance and his parents able to come to an agreement and just split the assets 50-50 right down the middle and there was no problems there. But what happens when you can't get a peaceful resolution? What happens when the family doesn't get along? Or what happens when there's some other decisions that need to be made? So today what we're going to talk about what an estate plan is, why you need it, and how it can help. So one of the things that it does is, you know, if you have a financial plan already, or even if you haven't worked with an advisor and you have some semblance of a plan that you're using for you and your family, I think that it's very important that you understand this last piece of the plan that you have to put in place. And that's an estate plan, right? So what is the estate plan? Together, an estate plan helps you protect what you build when you're gone. I'll say it again. An estate plan helps you protect what you're building now when you are gone. So what does it do? It helps you give things away. So what does it do? It gives, who gets your assets? So they understand through this estate plan, who is getting what you have. Okay, some people are listening to say, I don't have much. I promise you what you have is enough. So if you're sitting there and you own your own home, or if you have some other assets that you have, and you're saying, I want to make sure that the person that I want to get this gets it, then you probably need to look into an estate plan. And then how those assets will be given, who gets it, and how they will get it. It's very important on how they get stuff because I think when a lot of times, you know, we hear the horror stories. I don't think we ever hear the good trust stories, right? Every time we hear a trust story, it's about, oh, this trust fund baby. That's a word that we hear a lot, you know, the trust fund baby. So we're going to give this kid all this money and then they're just going to ruin their life. Well, I mean, I'd rather be in a situation where we'd have to talk about principles that we teach to our children before they get the money, opposed to not having anything to give them because we don't want them to ruin themselves with the money that we've saved for them. So I think there's two things going on there, but we won't spend time on the parenting part of what this is. The other part is protect. So who will make your healthcare decisions? If you were incapacitated and can't make a healthcare decision, who's going to do that for you? The will will, the trust will help with that. Who will make your financial decisions for you? If you're sitting there and you're scratching your head saying, I don't know who would make those financial decisions for me, husband and wife, you know, a couple together, or even if you're single, who's going to make those decisions for you? And then who will give care to your children? This is always one that I think jumps out. People always wonder who's going to take care of my kids. And so those are some of the reasons why it would be important for you to have an estate plan. So why do I need an estate plan? First things first is to have control. Now, if you're like 
most people that have taken the time to put together a plan, then you want to make sure that you're in control of what goes on in that plan. So what you do is this gives you the control to make sure that the wrong person doesn't make a decision that will negatively impact the people that you want to help the most. You can make those important decisions right now. Privacy. When you die, your will goes through probate and your assets will become public record. A trust keeps everything private. Now, I know most people are very, very private in the community that I'm from. You know, we are always private with our money. And I think that just the fact of knowing that everyone would be in your business, I know you say, oh, I'm going to be gone or I might be gone. But the fact that it remains the same, that your family will have to endure that. And I don't think that that's fair to them. And then the last thing is peace of mind. Accidents happen, but make sure loved ones know that you love them and you protect them. This is going to give them the peace of mind that they needed. We want to make sure that they understand that. And when it comes to the estate planning, like an estate plan, this is some areas where it can protect you. If you have an adult child, right, and they get into an accident, you can't get any information on them without a medical power of attorney if they're an adult. The other thing is if you die without a will, your assets end up in court. And I've seen this happen before, and it's a tough one. And one of the things that I'll say, and this is another way an estate plan can help you, but one of the big things that happened with me and this is just sharing in on, on some personal stuff with my family. My uncle was in a coma. This was about 15 years ago. And so my uncle was in a coma. He's at 38, had an accident. And he was in this coma. And now, so he was that adult child that we're talking about. Now, my grandmother was able to go in and uh, they would talk to her about him. He wasn't married at the time. So I believe my uncle, I believe he's about 38, maybe 40, but he was the adult child, was not married and was not able to make medical decisions for himself. So this was what happened. My family and my grandmother and I, we all got together and it was her decision. She made the decision to leave him on life support as long as she possibly could. When we got to, I want to say it was about three months, I want to say it went on. And he passed away three months into being on life support. And it was a tough time for the family, right? So we're dealing with him being in the hospital. We're dealing with the emotions of the family. My grandmother, this is her baby son. And it was tough. And I remember sitting there during this time and I'm wondering like, and this is not even with estate planning in mind, because I had mind you, I wasn't where I was at now. 15 years ago, we weren't doing estate planning and things like that. But I remember just sitting here thinking, what would he want? And at that moment, I didn't understand exactly what I was asking myself. But now, you know, 15 years later, I can look back and say, what would he want? And I asked the listener that same question. If something was to happen to you and you were incapacitated, what would you want? If someone in your family was to make final decisions about things that were going on with you, would they know exactly what you want? Have you written that down somewhere? Have you given them the clues that are necessary, right? So let's answer this question I get a lot. What goes into the estate plan? So there's all these documents that go onto the plan, right? And a lot of times people will be a little confused about what documents are because a lot of people say, oh, I just need a will. And yes, if you have a will, that's a great place to start. Do not stop there. But the will is a legal document that specifies what you want to happen to your assets when you pass away. So that's one of the documents that goes into the trust or an estate plan, if you will. The next document is a trust. Now, a living trust, which you can control while you are alive. A lot of times people don't realize that you are in control of your living trust while you are alive. You name a successor trustee who handles the trust when you pass away. But you also name beneficiaries, your spouse, your kids, charities, and so on. The best part is you can create stipulations in your trust about 
how the heirs get the assets in the trust. So let's take in case in point with children that are not over the age of 18. You don't want to, you know, if you've amassed any type of, you know, if you save some money and you have a nice lump sum, you're saying, I want to give this to my kids, but I understand that I don't want to give an 18-year-old child X amount of dollars without any financial direction. So what you can do is you put stipulations inside of the trust. Like when they graduate high school, they can get this amount of money to help them with college. When they graduate college, they can get this amount of money to help them purchase their first home. When they graduate college, buy their first home, or when they graduate college and get married, this much money can go to their marriage. And there's little things that you can put in there to make sure that your heirs are doing the things that you would made them do or asked them to do while you were alive. So that's one of the things about the trust. It gets very specific about how to have divvy out the assets. The next one is the medical health care directive. You just heard us talk about that in the example with my uncle. It goes by different names based on the state, but it's basically a medical power of attorney. That's what that is. So it's going to give that person, the person of your choice, the ability to make medical decisions for you. And then the last one is the power of attorney. So the power of attorney is going to help with the financial stuff that's going on. So if there's bills that need to be paid, different things that have to be taken care of, that will make sure all of that is mentioned in that document. So with that, I just wanted to have a quick episode about estate planning, talk to you a little bit about it and give you the good side of estate planning. Most of the times you hear about the examples, it is the bad side, right? It's the examples that make people scratch their head and say, how did someone not be prepared for that? How could someone that has all that money not take care of the things that they need to take care of for their family? And the answer to that question is they didn't think it would happen to them. Simple, plain as day. They didn't think it was going to happen to them. They didn't take the time when they had the time to protect the people that mattered to them most. So today, if you're sitting there and you're wondering, I have some questions. You know what? I don't know if we have an estate plan. I don't know if we have a trust. I don't know if we have a will. Please, we'll ask you. Schedule a call with us. You can come over to the website, schedule a call with us, and we'll sit down and talk to you about estate planning. I think that this is something that's very important. And I think this is the last piece of your financial plan. So if there's something that you want to do, we will put a link in the show notes, but the website is gennextwealth.com. So that's www.gennextwealth.com. That's the place you can go to schedule some time to talk about your specific estate plan, estate planning needs. We love having those conversations with our clients. And we've had many, many conversations about estate plans and answering just questions. So if that's something that you're interested in, please, we'll put the link in the show notes so you can just go straight to schedule a free consultation with us. And we'd love to answer any questions that you have about estate planning. As you all know, I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly. This is the Minority Money Podcast, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. Until next time. Another great showdown, but it doesn't have to stop there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you're listening on now and give it a good rating, would you? If you feel really connected to the podcast, which I hope you do, find our Facebook community, Minority Money VIP, to support and be supported by others just like you. And again, we're glad to have you. While this podcast is meant to inspire and motivate you to live your best life, it can't be your complete one-stop shop. I know, I know that really sucks. But I don't know anything about your specific situation. So please reach out to an attorney or CPA, or you can reach out to me, a financial planner to help you with your specific situation. To get a hold of us, please reach us at fan at Minority Money Podcast. That's F-A-N at Minority Money Podcast. So we can get to know you there. Thanks for being here. And until next time.